Um, hey there, Sarah. Listen, uh, the staff and I have talked, and we already got your cheese appetizer out. We think that's enough. You're associated with President Trump. We don't like you, and we want you to leave now. I'm not finished. I know that, but fuck Trump, honey. I'm not done. How much do you love the president's hair? Oh, and I think that's an absolutely ridiculous question. The Red Hen restaurant should focus more on changing its filthy canopies, doors, and windows badly, badly needs a paint job. Rather than refusing to serve a fine person like Sarah Huckabee Sanders, I always had a rule. If a restaurant is dirty on the outside, it is dirty on the inside. You're on the angry man's carousel. Yep. Yep. Monday. Monday. Thanks for tuning in. It's Monday. Come have some dog. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I just keep offending different ethnic groups. So, you're back on the Angry Man's Carousel. I know you're excited. Listen, if you're liking this show, subscribe, will you? Huh? It's not going to hurt you, fucker. Right? You always know when a new episode's coming out. Why would you want to miss any of these? I don't know. Uh, so here comes my dog. You hear that click, clack, click, clack. Hi, Lila. You want to say hi? Say hi, Lila. Right here in this microphone. Say hi. Sometimes she has uh, trouble breathing, but uh, that's because she's a cuddler, puts her nose right up in my face, gets it all smushed up real good. All right, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk about that lead story, and we're going to talk about a couple other things. But first, let's not thank our sponsors. Um, so Sarah Huckabee Sanders is uh, the press secretary. Yeah, she is the one out in front constantly answering the hardest questions probably anybody, anybody in America uh, would, would have to answer uh, at this current time. She's kind of a badass. Um, she doesn't take a lot of flack from anybody. She's been made fun of because of her appearance. And if you're one of those people, you should just fucking die because no one likes you. Um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders... Um, went with seven family members out to eat to a place called the Red Hen Restaurant. And long story short, what happened was the, uh, the manager or the, or the owner um, got together with all the staff and staff took a vote and the vast majority decided that they didn't want her in there. So after taking this vote, they basically went to her table and said, um, you need to leave. We don't want you here. Now, does a business owner in America today have the right to do that? Uh, yeah, actually they do. Legally, they you bet your ass they do. 
uh, unless you can prove there was um, some kind of actual discrimination taking place based on sex, uh, age, uh, religious preference, um, you know, something like that, sexual orientation, uh, unless you can prove that in a court of law, you're kind of wasting your time. But but these people didn't want her in there because she's the White House press secretary on on Trump's on Trump's uh, administration. How fucking pathetic is this shit getting? Seriously, President Trump, <laughs> surprise surprise, grabbed his phone, and we'll talk about phones here in a minute. And uh, well, I don't know it, it. It was from his phone, but he did send a tweet, so I'm I'm gonna say it's from his phone. Um, and you heard it in the intro. He says the Red Hen restaurant should focus more on cleaning its filthy canopies, doors, and windows rather than refusing to serve a fine person like Huckabee Sanders. Always had a rule: the restaurant's dirty outside, dirty on the inside. Um, yeah. Uh, listen. Um. Right after this happened, uh, Yelp just started blowing up. It became a, a huge battlefield for a proxy war between those who support Trump and, and those who don't support Trump. Uh, you know, uh, were super ecstatic about, about Sarah uh, Sanders being kicked out of a place to eat. Uh, they had already delivered her, her cheese uh, appetizer or, or whatever it was, and she said, that's fine. We will go quietly. Um, and she offered to even pay for the appetizer, and they said, uh, no, that's okay. This one's on the house. Well, holy shit. Thanks a lot, guys. You just kicked me out of out of a out of a restaurant where I, I came. I, I chose to come here and sit down with my family and friends, whoever, and and spend good money in here. Uh, and you're going to refuse me service because I'm on Trump's staff. This is just getting fucking out of control, man. Like, what the fuck are we doing? I, I don't, I don't, I don't even know where to go from here because this story is so absurd. It's just further proof that the left is ate the fuck up, and uh, you know, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know where to go from here. Um, I thought I would have more to talk about on this, but uh, you know, I think I've said everything I need to say. Um. If you kick somebody out of your restaurant because they're a Republican, you're a fucking asshole. If you kick somebody out of your restaurant because they're a Democrat or or a Libertarian, you're a fucking asshole. If you kick somebody out of your restaurant because they're Muslim or they're Christian or they're Jewish or they're gay or they're straight or they're ZXY, who the fuck knows? I can't keep up with that shit anymore. Uh, whatever you are, you're an asshole. Do I think certain people uh, of, of religious uh, faith have... Have the uh, the the right spiritually, and in their eyes morally, to refuse service uh, that involves uh, uh, a wedding of gay people or whatever whatever the case. Yeah, yeah, I actually do. Would you walk into a monastery and 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 tell them how to how to do their business? No, no. You, oh, you wouldn't. Why not? That's what I fucking thought. Shut up. I mean, the White House press secretary got refused service in the south no doubt times be crazy motherfuckers times be crazy i had a, a good weekend drank a little bit too much saturday night too but oh was it fun 
went uh, down south myself, uh, the southern part of the state. Don't get crazy. Um, hung out with my in-laws, my brother and sister-in-law, and uh, and all the kids, and had a few dranky dranks, and uh, you know, just uh, kind of stayed up too late shooting the shit, and uh, and then we came home, uh, you know, yesterday. It was a good weekend. Can't complain. How about you? What did you do this weekend, big boy? Huh? Did you mow that big yard? Did you mow it? Did you push that mower so good? I'm not sure what I'm doing. So, <laughs> all right, let's let's get to the meat of of today's topic. We're going to talk about um, uh, smartphone addiction, and I, I I don't say cell phone because if you have a cell phone, you probably carry it around in your fucking fanny pack or on your belt with a clip, and uh, pay for your minutes as you go, and still pull your antenna up out of the top of the device and have to be in the middle of a major metropolis to get a signal. Nobody really uses cell phones hardly anymore. It's all it's all some form of, of, of a smartphone, which, by the way, refers to anything that basically has a processor that can uh, multitask and connect to the Internet and, and all that stuff, or has a camera. So uh, I'm not sure the exact definition of smartphone, but I'm pretty sure you get the idea. So we're going to talk about cell phone addiction. But before we do that, uh, we need to identify what cell phone addiction is. Is it even a thing? I ask you one question, and pay attention to this part. You listening? Are you listening? Are you ready? Here we go. Do we, and I'll just say Americans, do we Americans have a problem? Do we have a problem? If you answered yes or maybe, you're on the right track. Maybe you're maybe you're the fucking just the one exception. Maybe you're the one asshole out there that just perfectly regulates their cell phone usage and this episode is not for you. But guess what? It probably is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not gonna tell you why. You're gonna have to fucking stick around and find out. Here's what I do know. A study conducted in two th- uh, excuse me, two thousand fifteen. Well it's fucking dated, bro. It's really not. It's like two and a half years old. A study conducted in December of 2015 stated that those between the ages of 18 and 24 look at their phones most often. Adults, obviously, it's a little bit less. And senior citizens, if you know how to work a fucking smartphone, I'd, I'd be amazed. But 18 to 24 years old, check their phone. A check means looking at the lock screen, picking it up, opening the lock screen, going through apps refreshing feeds, whatever the case, an average of 74 times a day. Americans in the 25-year-old to 34-year-old age bracket look at their devices 50 or more times per day. This is on average. And those between 35 and 44 do so 35 times each day. So even if you're in your early to mid-40s, 35 times a day. I don't do anything 35. I don't scratch my balls 35 times a day. Are you kidding me right now? Apparently, I'm a, I'm a part of this. So I was just as, you know, as shocked as you were. Um, that's a fucking lot, man. That is a fucking lot. So what does that mean? Well, 
According to Comscore's 2017 cross-platform future in focus report, the average American adult, which is 18 years or over, spends two hours and 51 minutes on their smartphone every day. That's about 86 hours a month. How many hours a, w- a week do you work? I work 40, bro. I got a regular job. You know what I'm saying? Go in at 8, leave at 5. Sometimes my lunch hour varies. Sometimes I bring my tuna salad sandwich. Sometimes I go to fucking Applebee's. Two hours and 51 minutes a day. That's an average. You may be well over that. You might be slightly below it. Who gives a fuck? The point is, can we just get a goddamn life already? Almost three hours of our day. If you get up at 6.30, get ready. You're clocking into work at 7.30. Let's just say you work from, you know, 7.30 to 9.30. You take a 10-minute break. There's 10 minutes. You come back. You go to lunch. Let's say you spend your entire lunch on your phone. That's 40 minutes. You work a couple more hours, around 1 or 2. You take another break, 10 minutes, whatever. That's, you know, 50 minutes. A couple more hours. Maybe you take a... Maybe you take a difficult dump in the afternoon because you had too much starch the day before and you take your phone with you to the bathroom. At another there at another ten minutes. There's an hour. There's one hour of your day while you're at work, not working, hopefully. Wh- where do the other two come from? Are are we coming home at night and spending two fucking hours on our phones? This is insane. Dude. Those numbers aren't accurate, man. I I don't believe it. I don't spend that much time. Well, how the fuck do you know? How do you know? There are actually uh, smartphone apps out there that will track how long you're using your phone, how many times you open it, close it, all that stuff. It'll it'll, uh, uh, you know, keep a record of how long you haven't touched it. One of these is called uh, it's a mute. It's it's a mute. It's an app called Mute. Uh, this is the newest app. It uh, it tracks your screen time, pickups. It logs your a thing called detox <laughs> streaks, which is hilarious because it's fucking accurate. With an emphasis on celebrating the latter. So the longer you're not on your phone or using it or even picking it up, the longer your detox streak is from your phone. And there's a, uh, a few others. Uh, there's one called Moment. Moment sets daily limits on your usage, and uh, it'll even try to force you off the device with a barrage of notifications if you so choose that option. But what I'm really more interested in is what's going on with with our kids, right? Oh, here we go. He's going to call me a shitty parent. Yeah, I, I probably will. I, I don't know. If you're a shitty parent, then I'm, gonna, I'm not going to shy away from that truth. The truth is, however, we have all failed our kids at some point in this area. And the example starts with us, right? Listen, my wife is on her phone as much, if not more, than anyone else in the house, probably with the exception of my 17-year-old son. Uh, I just had a conversation with my kid uh, today. He's at his, uh, he's down south you know, for a few weeks for the summer, going to church camp on Wednesday. Um, and we had this 30-minute conversation today about why he needs his rest uh, his frontal lobe isn't developed. He wants his mind c- to continue to 
to uh, you know become stronger and more more pliable and more solid. And uh, uh, I I had to I had to argue with this kid. Seventeen. I had to argue with him. I, a forty-year-old parent, had to argue with my own kid as to why it's not okay to stay up till one, two in the morning every night for two weeks straight and tuck your phone under your pillow. If you're listening to that and you think I'm completely out of whack, stick around. You may be really, really surprised to find out some of the stuff that I'm about to tell you. Focus is actually, uh, at this point for me, it's, like I said, it's on the kids. Um, The kids are on their phones way too much, just like they're on TV or video games or the mall or whatever, way too much, right? Because kids, kids don't know very much yet. They're kids. They're learning, and the things they do know, they delve in deep to. They consume themselves with whatever is easy and accessible and, you know, addictive and readily available, right? No matter what it is. When I was in high school, it was, it was constantly playing basketball or running track or chasing Nookie, right? So um, things have shifted, though. Right today, today kids are, are are more focused on technology than they are with learning how to develop relationships, learning how to be social, learning how to be confident. What dating is really like today? Dating is all about sending a fucking picture to somebody, or typing out words on a keyboard. I'm sorry, but that is not that is not real. Okay, that is a disingenuous, uh, you know, artificial, fake not real form of human interaction, right? There's no real emotional connection involved. There's just something to be said for being face-to-face with somebody and talking about stuff. And if you're over the age of 20, hopefully by now you've discovered that fact. Um, There's actually um, uh, a report that I found here. The psychotherapist Hilda Burke, uh, she's a spokesperson for National Unplugging Day in, in uh, 2016 and 17. And she, she stated that particularly when anxiety and uh, insomnia is there, it's rare that it's not related in some way to heavy use of digital devices. I pulled up an, uh, a couple of other articles here. Uh, my, my kid, uh, the one that I had the conversation with today, he's always had a really hard time with sleep. A really hard time with sleep. And... Um, and before we go any further, by the way, I'm not saying we should just trash cell phones and never use them again and, and you, know, um, you know, touch them five minutes a day. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is that we are at the point now where we are so wholly dependent upon these little handheld devices to do everything for us that we're becoming dumber. We Google everything. Um, it, it, it's a matter of convenience. Anything you want on the planet at any time. If you got the money, honey, well, then Amazon is going to ship that shit to you as a Prime member for free within 48 hours, most of the time. If you want to know anything about the world and its existence from the beginning of time, Google, YouTube, uh, just, you know, whatever. I mean, you can read anything, almost anything, right? Cell phones are awesome. I'm not saying get rid of cell phones. I am saying... We need to really, really think about how much we're using these things and what kind of effect they're having on our kids. If your kid has to tell you, are you, are you listening to me? And then you put your phone down on the table, like, 
dude, some, something's wrong. Something's got to change. According to SightGuides.com, typical signs and symptoms of cell phone addiction are as follows. If you have at least four of these following signs, you've probably got some kind of addiction happening. You, you've got some kind of problem going on. First one is a need to use cell phone more and more often in order to achieve the same desired effect. Persistent failed attempts to use cell phones less often. Preoccupation with smartphone usage. Um, you turn to your cell phone when experiencing unwanted, uh, unwanted feelings such as anxiety or depression. Excessive use characterized by loss of sense of time. Um, if you put a relationship or a job at risk due to excessive cell phone use. Uh, another one is tolerance. You always have a need for the newest cell phone, more apps, increased usage. And finally, the last one is withdrawal. And there are actual withdrawal symptoms when a cell phone or a network is not reachable. For example, anger. If you experience anger, tension, depression, irritability, restlessness, because you can't have your phone and use it, you've clearly got some kind of addiction going on. The biggest problem with this is our kids. If it were up to me, kids would not have a fucking cell phone until they were at least 15, 16 years old. But it's too late for that now. So what do we do about it? Well, there's a lot of things we can do about it. First, let's finish exploring some of the dangers of actually owning and operating a cell phone, and um, especially when it comes to the overusage of it. There's a new word, and it, it's a real thing. It's called nomophobia. No mobile phone phobia. A phobia or fear of not having your phone with you. You ever left the house to go to work or go out to eat and you realize, oh, my fucking phone's charging on the counter. We, we got to go back. We got to go back. I got to go back. What if I get a call? What if I get any? You know what? Whatever the fuck it is, it'll wait. Yeah? Get a life, motherfucker. Just, just relax. It's going to be okay. If you don't have your fucking phone attached to your your, your pocket or, or your fanny pack or, or up your ass, for God's sake, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And especially you guys. Guys, smartphones have initially been proven already to cause male infertility. Did you know that? It lowers your sperm count, motility, visibility. It has a, it has a lot of other really nasty, ugly, uh, you know, side effects to it as well. Uh, smartphone users can be prone to increased illnesses. Why is that? Well, for example, one in six cell phones have fecal matter on them. Yeah, you take your phone with you to take a big runny shit watching YouTube videos and, and playing fucking Candy Crush or whatever the fuck you're doing, and you set it down or you wipe or you wipe, then you pick it up and set it down again, and you don't wash your hands well enough, if at all, and... The next thing you know, you, you've got you've got shit smeared on your phone. Or someone else didn't wash their hands, and you're showing them a video or, or asking, hey, who's this number texting me? <laughs> and you hand your phone to them, and they've got shitty hands. It's like anything else. You, you've got to keep that fucker clean. It's constantly touching your fingers, and you touch your fingers to your face. Dude, it's, it's just gross, man. It's just gross. Fucking gross. Yeah. I... Uh, uh, phones uh, have 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 also been found to uh, be contaminated with MRSA. If you don't know what MRSA is, just I'm not gonna go into it right now. Just look it up. M R S A. 
What I can tell you about it is that it causes painful abscesses, life-threatening infections in bones, joints, surgical wounds, bloodstream, heart valves, lungs. And the most obvious, clearly, is the fucking car accidents people are getting into. A lot of people think, I can multitask, I can use my phone, I can drive with the other hand. But everyone thinks that until they put their fucking head through the windshield and go flying out on the interstate and rolled over by an 18-wheeler. This does cause significant impairment, and it puts you, the driver, and other people on the road in danger. Chances are, if you're listening to this and we don't know each other personally, and you are on your cell phone, and you hit my kid on the road and hurt or kill somebody in my family because you're fucking with your phone, you better pray to God that you died in that car accident because I will find a way to end you. Something so stupid and so easy that could have been avoided. You know, I, I just... Research has even revealed that uh, texting and driving in certain situations can be just as, as dangerous, if not more, than drinking and driving. So there's there's there there's a few things for for you to consider, and 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 some stuff to talk to about uh, to talk to your kids about as well. Um, believe it or not, there are actually psychological effects of cell phone addiction. One of those is sleep disturbances. Uh, cell phone addiction has been linked to an increase in sleep disorders and fatigue. Um, because using your cell phone before bed, it, it, it increases the likelihood of, of uh, insomnia. Why? Well, because the bright light will absolutely decrease your sleep quality. If you're looking at your phone even in the dark and you go to put it down and then close your eyes and go to sleep, you're hurting your eyes, you're hurting your brain so bad I don't care how tired you are or how good you slept or how good you feel in the morning, it is doing long-term damage. It can actually cause depression because relying on something like that so much and then not having it can be traumatic for someone to go without. And if they say that they're fine not having their phone, they're fucking lying to you. Um, it can have an effect on obsessive compulsive disorders because phones are, everything is put together so neatly and tidy. You get in the habit of, of doing things a certain way. And again, if you, if you go with, through any kind of cell phone withdrawal, you can actually become obsessive-compulsive over certain things that you normally probably never would have before. Okay, this has been proven. Um, it can cause relationship problems. Reason being, like we said before, your offline or your real fucking relationships are absolutely going to surf suffer as a result of neglect in favor of excessive cell phone use and so social media use, Right? Uh, it used to be you called somebody up on the phone. How you doing? How's the wife? How's the kids? You know, how's your penis? Um, you know, what what's going on with you? Good to talk to you. You know, uh, now we just put a fucking picture up on an app and go back and refresh the fucking thing 38 times in the next 48 hours, hoping that we'll get more than 20 likes on it. <laughs> cool. Like, who fucking gives a shit? If you're living your life for likes... You don't have a fucking life. It also causes anxiety. Research has found that uh, college students who use their cell phones, who use their cell phones the most, are more likely to feel anxious during downtime. Um, there's all kinds of tests that you can actually take online to find out if you're, you know, addicted to your cell phone or if you're too reliant on it or whatever the case. But um, we talked uh, earlier about some some cool apps that can actually pull you away from using your cell phone and kind of make you less reliant on it for your entertainment or, or your downtime. Um, there's one 
that it's actually really cool, and I want to try this. Uh, it's called Hold. And Hold is aimed at students because it tracks how much time they spend not using their phone. And it converts that into points that can be redeemed for real-world rewards. How, how fucking cool is that? They have something similar at the high school my kids currently go to. Uh, you know, um, the, the less data it, sh- uh, it, it shows that, that the, uh, these kids have used on their phones while at school during school hours, they get points, and then you, know, you, you, uh, you acquire so many points, you, you get a fucking pizza day. I don't know what the fuck they do, but, but this is something that parents you know, and, even, and even kids might be able to use for themselves. You know? I, so go check it out. Um, you know, iOS, Play, uh, Google Play Store, um, Mute, Moment, Space, Hold. Um, and then there's another one called Forest. It looks fucking retarded. Forest takes a different approach. Starting the app plants a virtual tree, which grows for as long as you don't quit the app. But it dies if you exit. So there's that, you know. So uh, use your phone, kill a fucking tree, you piece of shit. Selfish bastard. All right. So, um, listen, uh, there's, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff here to digest, and obviously I, I, I wouldn't for one moment pretend to be perfect when it comes to using my fucking phone too much um, and, and I have not always uh, set the best example uh, for my kids as far as what they should use it for how much they use it how dependent they are you know upon it for for information uh, you know whatever the case but uh, we got to do better because we're, we're becoming a society of fucking stupid people who just want to stare at a goddamn screen all the time and I've had enough of it. I mean, listen, I, I, I enjoy having a smartphone. Would I be okay without it? Yeah. Yeah, I can honestly say I absolutely would. Why don't you quit it, stupid? That doesn't mean I'm going to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? It might sound like I'm trying to justify the behavior. I'm not. I'm simply saying uh, technology is great. Everything in moderation. Alcohol in moderation. Exercise in moderation. Right, rest and moderation. There's a big difference between those things and staring at a phone for you know 18 hours a day, or getting super fat, disgusting, or not being purpose driven, or you know having real human interaction. Right. Um, I wrote down a, f- a list of uh, a few things that I think we can all really benefit from, and I'm just gonna close with this. Instead. Instead of being on your fucking phone and flipping through your feed for the 18th time that day, here's what we do at home. And it hasn't had the greatest effect yet, but cell phone apps are becoming designed to be addictive on purpose more and more and more. So it's harder for kids because they don't have a lot of practice like adults do withstanding temptation and finding a productive use of their time. My kid, uh, he's 17, I told you before, he has a really hard time falling asleep. He stays up way too late, and he's barely out of bed when he's supposed to be. Some days he's not, and he gets water dumped on him. It's a great trick. I highly recommend it, especially for teenagers. And a big problem is, or a big reason for that, rather, is because he wants to take his fucking phone to bed with him. So instead, this is what we do. 30 minutes before bedtime, they have to plug their phones in, in the kitchen, away from their bedrooms, turn the power off, and put the screen face down. Same thing when they get home from school. You don't get to touch your phone until your homework and your chores are done and after we eat dinner, right? Um, so basically they get, you know, maybe an hour or two of phone usage per night if they're lucky during the week. On weekends, 
They don't get to have their phone until their Saturday cleaning is done. And then on Sundays, it's just a free, kind of a free day. That is something that, is, that has helped a little bit at our house. But here's a few activities that you can do by yourself as an adult with your spouse, significant other, with your kid, whatever. And some of these are going to be so fucking obvious, you're going to be like, well, you know, well, no shit. Uh, but every now and then, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt to at least be reminded of the simple things in life. Here we go. Number one, exercise. Go for a fucking run. Go to the gym. You know, do some fucking jumping jacks and do some push-ups until you run out of breath. Go get a drink of water and then go back to your phone. It's not going to feel as much fun as it did before. Read a book. We do all our reading online. It's not good for your eyes. Get an actual fucking book. You'll be surprised if you actually give it a real effort. You might find yourself wanting to read that book more than checking your phone. Draw or paint if you're artistic. If you're not artistic, you know, like poop into your hands and smear it on the wall and make a smiley face. I don't care what you do, you crazy bastard. Just do something. Do something creative. Try a new recipe. Oh, I need my cooking app for that. Really? Because no, you fucking don't. Write it down or print it out. Take it to the kitchen. Try a new recipe. Entertain. Have some people over. Um, go clean something. When's the last time you cleaned out your car? Yeah, yeah, I'm talking to you, fuckface. Learn a new instrument. Go out to eat and leave your fucking phone at home on purpose. That way, you have to pay attention to the person sitting across from you, you selfish bastard. Play a board game. Bust out the Monopoly. When's the last time you did that? Get the kids involved. If you like to fish, if you like to hunt, you just want to get in the car, no radio on, no phone, windows down, just go for a drive. Get out of the city. And here is the last one. Spend time with your kids or your pets. No phones involved. Just hang out. Talk. Don't pressure them. Don't, don't, don't look for something to get them in trouble over. Don't interrogate them. Just talk to them. Just hang out with them. Have some fucking fun. Go pet your dog for a few minutes. He or she will appreciate it. And if you have a trans dog, you're a fucking shitty person. A lot of stuff to think about. This is not going to be a very popular episode because the vast majority of us would rather sit on our fucking phones all night after work than do anything. But uh, you're going to get out of society and into your communities and your relationships exactly what you fucking put into them. If you're not making the effort to spend quality time with another living thing, don't expect anybody to want to fucking chase you down to go get drinks or something. Get off your fucking phone. Shut it off every now and then. You're actually supposed to shut it, shut it off for a minimum of 15 minutes a day so all the information can update from the device to the tower and, or satellite and, and then back again. But you didn't know that, did you? Uh, don't, don't sleep with your phone. Don't do it. Don't have sex with your phone either. But, but don't, don't, don't sleep with your phone on the nightstand. Well, you, I've got to have it for an alarm clock. Uh, no, you fucking don't. Just like you don't need a cell phone for a timer because you probably have one on your oven. You don't need it for a stopwatch because if you have a watch, you might be able to do the same thing with it. You don't need it for the weather. Turn on the fucking radio or the TV. Right? You don't need it for a calculator. If you live in a house without a calculator, get a better job. You don't need it for the Internet. That's what computers are for. If you don't have a computer, I kind of understand. You don't need it to play music. Turn on the radio. Throw a f- throw a, throw an old fucking Tom Petty vinyl on, man. Yeah. Yeah, let's get back to our lives. 
Your phone is not your fucking life. Real talk. This has been the Angry Man's Carousel! Yeah. <laughs>